Merry Christmas, everybody. It is Christmas Day, December 26th, year 2010, 9 before 4 here on the West Coast. Hope you're all doing well. We're on early to celebrate Christmas with you, and we'll be getting Patricia here really soon. I am getting stuff together here. Do, 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 do. Okay. What's your prayer, everybody? Dear Lord, thank you for this wonderful time of the year. Bless all the listeners and supporters. Bless this, this, all our friends. The glorious time of Christmas. And thank you for coming down to save the world. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Okay, here's a little Bing Crosby as we get Patricia on. Said the night wind to the little land. Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little land. Do you see what I see? A star, a star, dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. With a tail as big as a kite Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear? A song, a song High above the tree With a voice as big as the sea With a voice as big as the sea Said the shepherd boy to the mighty king Do you know what I know? In your palace warm mighty king do you know what I know? A child, a child, shivers in the cold. Let us bring him silver and gold. Let us bring him silver and gold. Said the king to the people everywhere. Listen to what I say Pray for peace, people everywhere Listen to what I say The child, the child Sleeping in the night He will bring us goodness and light He will bring us goodness and light Have yourself a merry little Christmas 
let yourself be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are, as in olden days, happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us, gather near to us once more. Through the years, we all will be together, if the fates allow. Until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Faithful friends who are dear to us, gather near to us once more. Through the years we all will be together, if the fates allow. Hang a shining star upon the highest bough. A merry little Christmas What child is this who lays to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch our keeping? King of kings, salvation bring. Let loving hearts enthrone him. 
holly bears a blossom as white as the lily flower and mary bore sweet jesus christ to be our sweet savior singing in the Fit to give a king pa rum pum 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 rum pum 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 rum pum 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 Shall I pray for you pa rum pum 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 on my drum Weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Shows no signs of stopping. I brought some cars for popping. Lights are turned way down low. 
Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm The fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow And that's our theme song. 
Hello, Patricia. Hello, Walden. For real, honest to goodness, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. It's 7.08 here. It is 4.08 there. So you had to wait extra long last night, but you get to keep it for an extra while. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you know, we snuck in an extra three and a half hours of early stuff, too. Who? You we, and I? You and I. We're on on early. You know? Gee whiz. That's, you know, I am so confused. Walton Hughes, you have got me so upset. My brain is a wreck. I got up today and swore it was Sunday because we spent time with our listeners last night. And now I'm here again, and it's not supposed to be 7 o'clock. It's supposed to be 10.30. I, I know. And, and, and you, you know, you, you, you've been putting in overtime. I mean, your normal hours are still another three and a half hours away. I'm a wreck. I know. See what you made me do? I know. Oh, pooey. Well, we have a guest spe- uh, scheduled for right now, and we're having trouble reaching her. So if she isn't available for a little while, I'll let the kitty cat out of the bag and let you know who it is. And we'll keep trying and um, see if we can get her. You bet. You bet. Well, let's see. We we, we, we got Christmas shows later. We have a Dwayne Kill strip. We have other Christmas surprises. We'll open our phone lines in a little while. I'm smelling dinner in the in the back room. That's good. Food, food, food. Food, food, food. <laughs> you are a piece of work, sir. Oh. So how was your Christmas day? You went on, went and saw the, your brother, and, and everything was okay, huh? Everything was fine there, which good. is nice. And I always bring him a Santa hat with uh, other little things. Good. First thing he does is put his Santa hat on. Good. So. That was good. He so, was all happy about that. So you had your traditional turkey over there? Well, I, did I have it? Uh-huh. No, I think I have him trained. Oh, good. I didn't have to have turkey for breakfast. Okay. I don't, yeah, well, I, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the air no. at all, but my, my brother has been in an assisted living facility for several years, and um, for the last couple of years he has been calling and saying, would you have Thanksgiving dinner with me? Would you have Christmas dinner with me? Well, ordinarily, that would sound really neat. You know, you go in and you have a nursing home. And he's got a couple of um, people who are, are I'll, I'll say friendly. The, the three of them sit together periodically. Except that dinner in a nursing home is 1130 in the morning. <laughs> now, I don't know how you folks are, but warming up to a turkey dinner for breakfast isn't my cuppa. So he didn't ask me this year. Son is going to take him out tomorrow. Good. And uh, I thought it, he probably would be able to do that today, but he wasn't. So ah. so I went over there and spent some time with him, and he's all happy with his little goodies. And Good. Good. I got some things at the auction for him and for our friends in the chat room who poked fun at me for the whole auction because I bid on sports stuff for my brother, and I got it, and he was just so happy with it. So um, I'm glad I did that. Uh, Thank you, Auction. I wouldn't have gone out shopping. I wouldn't have known that these things were available, and I certainly wouldn't have gone out shopping for it. So so that was good. That's good. I found some Christmas present goodies in the auction, and that's uh, that's what people are supposed to look for. You helped two causes. You helped 
you took care of some of your gift needs, and you took care of the station. All one big swoop. You betcha. Mmm, smell, I smell ham. Oh, boy. I, you know, would you please give everybody your address? <laughs> it's 2527 Duke Place, Costa Mesa, California, 92626. We are the corner house. <laughs> We're the one with the pool in the back and the, and the story shed in the, in the backyard. So if you look us up in Google Map, we're there. So, you know, uh, just call ahead if you're going to come for dinner. Because, you know, they, we have to extend the table. The, the table, our dining room table um, was in my Uncle Walden's house. And um, it's one of those, it's over, this table setting is over 100 years old. And the beautiful thing, we have it set normally just to seat the four of us. And you can put extra reason and expand to over 12. So if, if people are coming for dinner, let us know. That way it takes some time to expand the table. Well, it doesn't take very much to um, pull out the table. I know. You got that center leaf. That's the one that Fibber used. Yeah. Let me see how this went. Um, he repaired the back steps. Mm-hmm. Where did he get the wood for the back steps? I don't know. Or ironing board. That's what it was. Yeah. He got the wood for the repair of the back steps. Another ma magnificent fibber do-it-yourself job. <laughs> back step was broken. Or one of them was. Everybody kept falling up. Every time the milkman came before the grocery boy came, he would fall up the stairs. And then when fibber finally did, he said, got to fix that thing one of these days. So he dragged out his little toolbox and went to work on the stairs. And Molly said, oh, that's great. Thank you so much. Where did you get the wood from? He said, oh, your ironing board. <laughs> so, of course, he had taken a bite. She said, you can't do that. I need my ironing board. And so he repaired the ironing board. And she said, well, where did you get the wood? And he said, oh, there was an old chunk of wood upstairs in the attic all covered up so you couldn't even see it. <laughs> That's the center leaf to our dining room table. <laughs> so he kept borrowing all the way around until he finally got something fixed the way it was supposed to. Mm -hmm. And Molly asked what he used for wood, and he said, I took off one of the back steps. <laughs> so he had gone full circle, just as he normally does in his, uh, you know, as <laughs> only Fibber could do. His own inimitable ways. His own inimitable ways, yes. You want to give uh, give a try on our... Uh-huh. I'm looking at the time, so we post up a little more music. Okay. And Patricia and I will be back, Lord willing. Let's see. I wish you a Merry Christmas, I wish you a Merry Christmas, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, bring us some figgy pudding, oh, bring us some figgy pudding, oh, bring us some figgy pudding and bring it out here. We won't go in 
until we got some. We won't go until we got some. We won't go until we got some. So bring some out here. Bing Crosby and take it away, Patricia. Hello, Walt, and Merry Christmas, everybody. We are kicking off our show tonight with a very special guest. Some of you may recall a while back, and for a couple of weeks in a row, I was talking with you about a really wonderful place in the center of our country, in the heartland of our country. I was doing a wonderful thing for people. And we have the person who is responsible for doing the wonderful thing to people. We have Marion Ballback with us. She is the postmaster of Santa Claus, Indiana. Hi, Marion. Good evening. I am so happy to have you here. Um, could we start, please, with the very special thing that you do at the post office every year for people? Well, every year we offer a picture postmark of um, for the holiday uh, Christmas cards, and it is a, a fairly large uh, postmark. It's two inch by four inch, and we do that in red ink, and um, <clears throat> it's all hand applied. It's, it's not a machine uh, applied po uh, cancellation. It's a hand cancellation. So it, it does require extra work and um, time, And but people from all over the country, plus foreign countries send their mail-in to be postmarked from our post office. I think that is just so cool. How, I didn't realize that you were getting uh, requests in from other countries. Where have you gotten them from? Oh, uh, Japan, Germany, France, um, Sweden, and uh, let's see, did I say France? Italy. There's quite a few countries that, that after years, you know, I guess one finds out from another or a friend or something. Anyway, we we usually do quite a few for foreign countries. How many total did you do this year? Do you have a count yet? Um, no, no count yet. Um, we, uh, from what I was told yesterday, the girls 
uh, that worked yesterday morning still had a lot of trades to go out yesterday morning. That customers came in and canceled, you know, visiting relatives and stuff that they still came in on Christmas Eve to get the cancellation. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's what you get for advertising up to December 24th. <laughs> you really do have a neat page on the Santa Claus website. This is Santa Claus, Indiana. We're talking with Marion Ballback, the postmaster at the Santa Claus, Indiana post office. Now, do you have a number from last year? How many did you process last year? Well, um, usually it's around 400,000 pieces of mail that we process through the through our post office the month of December. It probably doesn't sound like a lot to bigger offices, but normally we only do it for a month. We only cancel or you know process 1,300 um, pieces of mail. So we're a small town and a small office, and um, but the month of December becomes just totally different for us. We've become a very busy office. My jaw with, dropped when you said 400,000. I thought you were going to say, oh, 15,000 or 20,000. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm counting letters. We get sure. letters in that are going to Santa, and we have several businesses that have a uh, Santa letter. Um, one sells Santa letters over the Internet. One has a uh, Santa letter where you can send in. It's a nonprofit organization, and they answer those. And then we also have another um, company that um, puts Santa letters throughout the United States in uh, banks and um, military bases, and then those um, come in and get ready. Uh, my lady picks them up and gets them ready, and then letters from Santa go out to the children all over the – most of those are um, military bases. Oh, my gosh. The, so, this is a, a much bigger production than even I thought, and I was so I was so wound up and so impressed with this, and now you're just making my jaw drop with everything that's good, that goes on there. Tell me about the contest with the kids. Okay. Um, we usually start that um, – like next March, this coming March, before the um, the school year ends, and it's usually at our local high school, which is only about five miles from the post office. And uh, the art teacher has um, the senior art class. Um, they all have to do a drawing. She, the new teacher, the head of this teacher now for the last four or five years, and she has it has the, all the kids do it. it used to be. Whoever wanted to do it, they could do it. Uh -huh. But she does it as a class assignment, and they get a grade on it. So I get some really good drawings to pick from in the last couple of years, which has really helped out a lot. So but, you and then are you the, go ahead. The um, art student is selected, and then um, the drawings are um, we all pretty. We can usually all agree on it. <laughs> At one, you know, there's usually one that is really outstanding, and uh, then it has to be approved by um, the district. And after it's once it's approved, um, we get the rubber stamps made and um, go from there. But it it starts already in this coming March. We'll start from next winter. That's extraordinary. I never would have guessed that either. This is how many uh, uh, how many drawings did you get in this year to choose from? Well, I think there was like 15, 15 or 18. I, I can't even remember. 
but it was something, it, you know, I had a nice selection to pick from. Uh-huh. You've got pictures on the website of um, the, the drawings that you have done in previous years. There are a couple of Santas up there of stamps that you used uh -huh. in other years. I think 2009 is up there as well. So if people go to the website, they'll be able to see some of this. It's uh, townofsantaclaus.com. I mean, how much simpler can you get? Thank you for making it so easy for them. Uh, Santa Claus itself has an absolutely charming history, and I'm so glad that you've got some information on the website about that, too. Tell me about the origin of Santa Claus. Well, it started out back in the 1800s. I think the town had submitted the name of Santa Fe, and that was rejected because there already was a Santa Fe in uh, Indiana. And as the story goes, everybody was to meet at the um, for Christmas Eve services in the little country uh, country church, and um, they were going to have the town meeting at that time because it, you know every at that time not everybody could come to a meeting real easy because of the transportation problems. Uh -huh. We're still horse and buggy age. Sure. And um, so the story goes that um, the children were all um, playing around, and all, the, all of a sudden the door, church door, flew open, and they could hear jingle bells in the background, and they all hollered, Santa Claus. And the town's mem uh, members all decided that that was a good a good name for the town, and that was accepted, and it's been Santa Claus ever since. I just love that. Did you grow up in Santa Claus? No, I didn't. I live and grew up, uh, when I grew up, I was about 10 miles from Santa Claus, and mm -hmm. now I live about 5 miles from Santa Claus. Close enough. I would consider that growing up in Santa Claus. Well, that's true. <laughs> when you can, if you know, I mean, I guess if you were a good peddler, you could have gotten there on your bicycle. So I think bicycling distance can, uh, constitutes being being oh. a, a, a resident of that area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, in my book, you are. Now I have a note in front of me that there was a person in the 1800s, Milton Harris, who came to Santa Claus to manufacture sleighs, and that's up on your on your website, which I thought was just extraordinary, and here we are with Santa Claus, and we've got sleighs, and we've got Santa Claus Christmas stamps, but you also, in that town, you celebrate Christmas a lot more than on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the decorations are up year-round. And I have, what is Candy Castle? Tell me about the Candy Castle. Candy Castle is a... Um, it was for years. It was back in uh, the early 1900s. It was a where they made candy. I mean, they they actually made the candy there and I and sold it. And then for years, it was it was abandoned. Some people for some years people lived in it, and recently it has been revived and it is now another um, been restored, reopened as the Candy Castle, and they sell. Um, all kinds of candy canes, all any kind of candy cane flavor you can think of, 
all kinds of gourmet chocolate, and they got like um, chocolates like reindeer hooves, and um, I can't even think of some of the caramel. It's got the caramel with the nuts around. It's, they're all so sweet and good that you can't eat very many of them. <laughs> but and then they have gourmet chocolates, and it, and Santa Claus is there to to greet the children. So it, it's it's a really neat place. Do you take any direct flights from any of the major airports? I think you have a, a, about a couple of hundred people out there who are getting on planes right now. <laughs> we that don't is... even have an airport near. <laughs> I mean, truly, where where is the nearest airport? If people were going to visit Santa Claus, Indiana, how would they get there? Um, well, we're not far from Interstate 64, which okay. runs um, east and west. And um, we're about... Uh, I'd say 60 miles from Louisville, Kentucky, which, of course, has an airport. And we're about uh, 35 to 40 miles from Evansville, Indiana, which has a small airport. So you're really near some pretty familiar and major places where people could use as a starting point. Oh, yeah. And, and have no trouble getting there. far from French Lick, uh, Indiana. It's, that's been uh, recently, years ago, in the... Before the Great Depression, it was a big uh, place where a lot of people came to gamble and um, a resort then. And then, of course, over the years, it went downhill. And it's recently been remodeled and uh, brought back alive. And there's a lot of people that spend uh, time there and then come down to Santa Claus. And, of course, we've got Lincoln State Park that's near us, too. And... Um, and Lincoln's Boyhood um, Memorial, mm -hmm. which draw a lot of people in, too. We have a lot of history. Yes, you do. I mean, just just a little town. Uh, do you consider yourself a town or a village? Um, it's more like a village because the residents live mostly in a gated community. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I know a lot of people, when they come to Santa Claus, they'll come in, where's the town? And, <laughs> uh, this is it. This is it. <laughs> we do have a big amusement park. It's called Holiday World. It used uh -huh. to be called Santa Claus Land, but they, over the years, they've changed the name to Holiday World. And it has a big amusement park with um, a big water park in addition to the amusement park. Uh -huh. And every year they add on, and next to the park they have a big, um, this is all a family-owned um, and ran company. Uh -huh. It's not like um, these other companies like uh, Kings Island or K Disney World. It's, it's family-owned and operated. And um, they have a big um, resort where you can camp or you can rent uh, RVs, you know, that are already stationary there. And um, they have cabins. And so when you, you can just, it's right there by Holiday World. You can just ride a shuttle to Holiday World. So we got a lot of activity and a lot of draw for uh, tourists. And a lot of reasons and a lot of ways for people to stay there. I mean, this is just not... A right. visit like like you would to a store in New York or or California, for example. Mm -hmm. You really can come and stay and have a good time. Yes, that's it. And we're seeing, 
you know, in the summertime, you used to see people come early in the morning to the post office before they went to the to Holiday World. Now you can see people anytime, tourist people, any time of the day because they're spending more time in the area than just mm-hmm. one day. And we also have a new Christmas store that's just a few doors down from the post office where um, people, um, the, it's just it's Christmas, nothing but Christmas items in the store year-round. And another thing that neat about the town is we have 13 to 14 statues of Santa Claus throughout the town. I love it! In front of the post office is a big Santa um, that holds a a big present on top. He's holding up a present and it has our uh, post office information about about the post office. Uh Uh-huh. So it's and most of the other businesses all have Santa in front of them, promoting their business. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, really this, a neat place to visit and to is, live. This is really cool. Now, you, you mentioned a gated community of Santa Claus, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this is not another Christmas name. We're, we're still talking about Santa Claus. No, it's, what did, it's a, how many people live outside of that gated community? Uh, or do they? Oh, yeah, we have people, uh, you know, that live outside. It's just that inside the gated community, it's just, I don't know, it, they they had three big lakes, and people, you know, they like to live around lakes, mm-hmm. and um, they have a um, uh, nice rec center, and, uh, but... Uh, we're in a rural area, so we have yeah. a lot of agriculture yet. Uh-huh. So this is, you know, this area, the gated community, is where people, you know, they can build a house without. Yeah, these are, the, a gated community typically attracts people from the outside, not people from the inside. Um, that's not the case here. <laughs> is that uh, truly? Yes. Tell me, you mean? Oh gosh, this is great. You know, I, I'm learning so much. <laughs> I just learn and learn and learn when I talk with people like you. Tell me about that. They well, started it, out. It, go ahead. It, maybe at first it was, you uh-huh. know, but now it's. It, I mean, we there's just a lot of fam. You know, family. They grew up in there, and then and they they buy, build, or buy a home in there and stay. You know, uh-huh. stay there. And um, I, I, it's no, it's it's a nice place for you know, it's nice for people. Who do move into the area because you know it it makes it easier to buy a house because, like I said, we have a lot of agriculture, a lot of land that is not uh, where you can build a house. Uh-huh. We don't have big subdivisions and stuff around here, so you know that area inside the gated community, you know, that's strictly residential. So a lot of people just tend to. Um, decide to settle down in there. Oh, I love it. You've got some Christmas names of streets in Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. What, so, what, what street names do you have? We have Ornament East and Ornament West. We've got Melchior Drive, Balthazar Drive, um, Noel, uh, Rudolph, Dancer, Comet, Prancer, um, they're all they're all Christmas. And let's see, we've got New Year's Eve Drive and 
Super Bowl, which I don't, I'm not quite sure how that fell in there, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, they're all they're all Christmas Christmas related. Uh huh. You've got a, a town hall or a village hall. I'm not I'm not town sure. Hall, yes. A town hall. Okay, mm-hmm. you've got a town hall, and I know there's a Christmas, a, a Santa Claus uh, statue for in front of that. You've got right. that on your website. There's a picture of Santa there. Mm-hmm. Is there a main street, uh, a street that you would consider your main street? Uh, well, we got Christmas Boulevard. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. And um, I'm trying to, my mind went blank. Is there a town area? Decorated in any oh, way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, there's uh, street lampposts, and they're decorated with the garland, and then the, they've got um, signed Christmas holiday um, banners hanging. Now, those banners don't stay up year-round, but the um, the lights are up all year-round. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. How about visitors in December? Do you get a lot of tourists coming to Santa Claus? Oh, yes. Yes. A lot of people drive. Um, we have a lot of people who have made it a family tradition to come to Santa Claus uh, during the month of December. They uh-huh. have, um, the town holds special. Um, I guess it's the first three weekends in December. They have um, special things going on, like the second weekend in December we have a parade, um, art, um, art and craft fairs. And um, then a lot of people make it a tradition to come to the post office one of those weekends to cancel their their letters, their Christmas mail. Uh huh. So those Saturdays we were extremely busy. I I was just so delighted that you said yes that you would be able to spend some time with us. I thought you would probably need somebody feeding you soup by today. Oh. <laughs> that you oh. would be that you would be paralyzed. Who does the actual hand stamping of the mail that goes through Santa Claus? Well, I have two clerks, and they um, hand cancel along with waiting on customers. And then I get to hire um, what we call Christmas casuals, and they do most of our hand canceling of the mail that is mailed into the office. Uh-huh. And we um, we let the customers that come in, they get to we have extra cancel, cancel uh, rubber stampers, uh-huh. and they get to cancel their own mail if they prefer to, which oh. helps us immensely. Well, we won't let them know. It's a treat for them, and you can market it. <laughs> have you gotten any kind of a fuss from the United States Postal Service because of the special stamps that you're doing each year? No. Um, they, uh, one, a few years ago, they acted like they... You know, we may not be able to do this next year because of, you know, the economics for nothing was looking really good. But I think they do realize that it does help um, bring in customers, and we do sell a lot of stamps the month of December. So Mm -hmm. I have never, uh, since that that was the only time they mentioned it, and it's never been an issue. So I'm really happy to hear that. We talked with mayor of North Pole, Alaska, yesterday, and he said that it's almost an annual fuss 
and they've gone through, just as you said, uh, helping them recognize that this is a good revenue generator because mm -hmm. more people mail things as a right. special gift to friends. Right. So, uh, well, then, was there one other person we talked with yesterday? Uh, I'm trying. I, I think, yes, Christmas Florida. It was Christmas Florida yeah, Christmas who Florida also had, yeah. had uh, an occasional, I'll call it a burp from the Postal Service, asking, telling them that um, it, it was not a good thing to do a special stamp, and they were adamant about it. Uh -huh. so, so if you well, need help, then. <laughs> well, if anybody comes, that was my way of saying, if anybody shows up and wants to fuss because you do such a wonderful thing each year, you've got a lot of people now who are going to show up and, and defend this. Well, that's good. How about, now, you mentioned some really nifty um, holiday traditions for the town. Is there anything in particular in the town that you look forward to each year? Well, the parade is always fun. Because I just wish that it just seems like every time they have the parade, it rains. <laughs> this year it was, it looked like rain all morning, but it wasn't raining until it was time for the parade. Oh, <laughs> no. <Right. laughs> yeah. Oh, no. But, How awful. Um, but... I think I think just the whole atmosphere and and I think the the warmest thing or the that makes you feel the best is that the children's ans letters get answered that are that come to our post office that are addressed to Santa Claus. Uh -huh. You know, if they're addressed to Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Indiana. Those children receive a letter, and I just think that and that's uh, through a nonprofit organization that sponsors that, and I just think that's great. Do you know, and I do too, do you, I, really, I do too, I did not know that until tonight when you were talking with us, do you know how many letters to Santa come in for uh, an average each year? I think they told me they were, it, they answer anywhere from 10 to 20,000 letters. Phew, I, that's it, a lot of letters. Yes, it is. Now, a lot of these are in packets from school, school children writing letters, and their teachers sending them, but they they still all get a letter if they get there in time to the post yeah. office. Yeah, that's amazing. Who, who under, when you say a nonprofit organization, it sounds like they are running on contributions. Who underwrites the cost of postage for these? Uh, Mrs. Uh, Pat Cook. She is... Um, the owner, and um, along with her family, they own the the, the uh, amusement park that I mentioned. Uh huh. And uh, they have a museum a few doors down from the post office where they answer these letters. And her father played Santa Claus at the park for many years, and um, she still is uh, very active. She's I'm not even going to mention how old she is because I'll say I'm, but she's, she's up in years, but yet okay. she's at the park every year, every day, greeting people, and um, she's very, very, very active for her age. Uh, very fantastic yeah. person. It, it sounds like she's very active for any age. And yes, she is. She's involved in a lot. She gives a lot of, of um, motivational speak. Um, speeches and uh -huh. very, um, very driven. <laughs> My word! Is she a lifelong resident of Santa Claus? Yes, yes. An Aryan native. Are they hard to come by? Uh, 
there's probably probably not as many as I mean it's a small community so there's probably not as many there as I think there is you know yeah but, but uh, uh, she is definitely a a native she's a keeper too right <laughs> we're going to keep her how about your family when you were growing up what did what was a typical Christmas in your house? Did there, were there any things that you tended to repeat every year? Well, on Christmas Eve, we'd we'd all have to get in the car and go for a drive, and while Mom stayed behind, <laughs> oh. so we'd go get Grandma and take a drive and look at the Christmas lights. And when we got home, Santa had mysteriously arrived. And your mom never even saw him. I bet. No, of course not. No, of course not. You have <laughs> brothers and sisters. How many are, were there? Um, two brothers and two sisters. So there were five of you. My goodness, that's a car full mm -hmm. to keep quiet. <laughs> that's cute. How about dinner traditions? Did you have a big dinner on Christmas Eve, a big dinner on Christmas? Did you have a big dinner at all? Oh, yeah. We, still, we had a big dinner on Christmas Eve, and we had a, another dinner today. <laughs> so, no, we... we uh, that's one of the things about, in, in this area, food is important. Why is that? Why is that? I don't know. It must be our German heritage. A German heritage? You know, you could be right. Um, I, part of my family uh, immigrated from Germany, and you're right. Food, food was a very important part. It was, it was pretty narrow in the things that they cooked and the style of cooking. Mm -hmm. But, boy, everything was wonderful. <laughs> I can understand that one. I, I had never thought of it in terms of, of uh, food before, though. How about things that you did on Christmas Day? Well, what was it typical was Christmas always day? one of the main main things that we did on Christmas was, you know, you go to your church services because that's the main, that's the reason we're having Christmas. And that's just having a good time with family. Today we we had we had snow today. We oh had, we no! Had a really? Christmas. Oh gosh! No rain today. That's great. No, no rain. Lots, not lots of snow, but enough snow that the kids got to go sled riding. So they had a blast. My grandson and my 14-year-old daughter got to go sled riding all morning, so they were happy. I love this. I love this. Is there a favorite part for you of Christmas each year? Uh, having my family with us, me and my husband and my daughter, and having our other daughters and their families here, that is the most important part. I love that. How many people did you or do you have at your house today? Uh, well, I had, of course, my husband and my daughter. She's, still, she's only 14, so she's still home with us all the time. And then uh, my daughter and her husband from Illinois were here with her two children, and my other daughter and her husband and little girl were here. So it's about ten of them. All right. I was counting as you were going. <laughs> <laughs> and I was running out of fingers. So <laughs> you've got quite a family gathering there. That's it great. It's quite loud in here. They're, so, except, uh, they're all here yet, except for the, my daughter and her husband and the two her two children. They left this afternoon for Florida. Ah, so, where in Florida are they going? Uh, Fort Lauderdale. No, 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 no. Fort Myers. That's where I am. Oh, really? Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sitting 
Okay, well, that's just, um, I'll say, down the street a piece, and, and it, it really is. Fort Myers, uh, Fort Myers Beach is part of the greater Fort Myers area, mm -hmm. so uh, it's, it's very close, and I think they're going to have a good time. We got past the cold weather about two weeks ago. We had cold weather. Yeah, Marion, it was cold weather, <laughs> even by your standards. I think it was, it, it got into the 20s at night. Oh, my, that is cold. So for, yeah. for Florida, for people who are, are planning to wear shorts and bathing suits 24 mm. hours a day when they got here, it, it was kind of a surprise. But we're back up in the 70s during the day, so I That's hope they have a good time. That's oh, super. They will. That is great. Well, I am out of questions. What should I have asked you about Santa Claus? What other things can you tell me about the town? Uh, I think we just about covered everything. Uh, I just feel that anybody that would visit would have a good time and find something to do. They would not be bored. <laughs> and they might not go home. It oh, sounds no, like we do. Uh, it's, it's home. It's, there's no place like right here. There's no place like right there. But seriously, I think if you have people visiting and they are looking for a new place to live, this is. It sounds like the kind of town that they're going to spend some time thinking about. I think so. We I have think a really good place good and good people and good people and uh, just doesn't get much better. I'm so glad, Marion. This is Marion Baldock. We've been talking with. She is the postmaster of Santa Claus, Indiana. They give everyone out there a gift every year. If you send your pre-stamped Christmas mail to the Santa Claus, Indiana post office, they will put a special Christmas cancellation stamp on your envelopes. And I just think that is such the greatest gift in the world. I really appreciate you doing that. Marion, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for spending so much time with us. Have a great night. Thank you. Merry bye Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, uh Supper's on the table. Uh-oh. Um, Walden's going to be bailing out. What are you going to play for us in the meantime? We're going to start with Dwayne Killstrip show. Okay. And if I need more time, we'll come back with uh, the 15-minute for McGee and Molly. Okay. So, Patricia and I will be back in a little bit. We'll be here waiting for you, sir. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to a Song and Smile Time Christmas special. Sack up on his back. 
If you wrote your letter to Santa and you're good, you'll find your stockings all filled up with the things you hoped you would. So don't look out the window and don't wait by the door. He'll be coming down the chimney. Yes, by gosh, by Jiminy. He'll be coming down the chimney like he always did before. Stockings all filled up with the things you hoped you would. So don't look out the window and don't wait by the door. He'll be coming down the chimney. Yes, by gosh, by Jiminy. He'll be coming down the chimney like he always did before. At uh, Christmas in our home, uh, we enjoyed Guy Lombardo and we believed that Santa brought gifts in the spirit of the Lord's example. We also believed uh, theologian Karl Barth, who said that uh, laughter is the closest thing to the grace of God. So, let's enjoy a little bit of God's gift of laughter in a scene from one of our Miss Brooks shows. It's one of my favorites. Well, it's Walter Denton. Come in, Walter. Noel, Noel, joy you is Noel. <laughs> Gracias. Come on into the living room, Walter. Oh, thanks, Miss Brooks. Here, I brought you this little gift to put under your tree. Oh, that was very thoughtful, Walter. Put it under this tree over here. Okay. Say, you've got two trees, haven't you? Yes, one for Minerva and one for me. What? Don't pay any attention to her. She's pine needle happy. Uh, well, Miss Brooks... As you know, I was supposed to spend the evening nestled snugly in the tight little confines of my own small immediate family circle. Oh, for heaven's sakes, come out of there. You're giving me claustrophobia. <laughs> but I went to my father and mother and crowed their permission to come over... Wait a minute, Walter. You crowed their permission to... Yeah. Crave, craven, crove, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Walter, of course not. Crave, crave. Let's see. Crave, craven... After you crowed their permission, what happened? Well, they waved my presence for a long enough while for me to deliver to you, Miss Brooks, the little token of my esteem and affection, which is now ensconcing under the tree. Walter, are you still in my English class? Well, sure, Miss Brooks. Well, I'd better bone up a little. One of us is going to flunk this term. Well, it isn't just the gift, Miss Brooks. That's not the only thing that brought me wayfaring from the warmth and conviviality of my own heart. Oh, please don't start that again. I'm glad you dropped over, Walter. And if you want to spend the rest of the evening with your folks, oh, why, you Oh, there's no go... rush with them. They've got my present under our tree already. Now, what I'd like to say, Miss Brooks, though, is something I've wanted to say for a long while. Yes, Walter? Now, it's a little on the sentimental side, perhaps, for a so-called hep high school boy to be telling a teacher, but it's sincere, Miss Brooks. 
I'm sure it is. It's something I feel deep down inside of me, Miss Brooks, from whence so many of one's warmer emotions stem. That's whence they stem from, all right. <laughs> of course, even if it does seem over-sentimental or even downright sticky, Christmas Eve <laughs> seems to be the time that you can say things like this and not sound over-sentimental or sticky. Christmas Eve is the time to say them. I just hope I hear them by New Year's Eve. <laughs> what I want you to know, Miss Brooks, is that I'm grateful. For what, Walter? For my association with you during the past semester at Madison High School. Well, thank you, Walter. I've tried to be a capable teacher. Oh, your teaching was nothing. What? <laughs> oh, I don't mean scholastically. No, as a teacher, you were very adequate. I mean personally. The interest you took in me and my problems... For that, I could never thank you if I lived to be a hundred. Of course, you'd be gone a long time by then. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> On uh, this Christmas special, we'll feature some of the favorite joyful songs that tell what Christmas means to the Keelstrip family here deep in the heart of Texas. We'll celebrate the great joy Jesus brings his children because of his birth, his resurrection, and the promise of joy to come with him in heaven. Well, joy is often deep and soothing in our hearts and souls, as in this beautiful and peaceful song from Emmy Lou Harris about the star of Bethlehem.
that star's brightness shone on the event that changed the world forever, the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, bringing unbridled joy to the world, as Andy Griffith celebrates. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him rule. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reign. Let all their song implore. While fields and floods, rock hills and plains, repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love Sweet Mary bore the baby Jesus, gently cradling him as she kissed the very face of God. Mark Lowry sings of Mary in this song of joyful sweetness and majesty. Mary, did you know? your baby boy will one day walk on the water Mary did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new this child that you've delivered will soon deliver you Mary did you know that your baby boy will give sight to the blind man Mary did you know that your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand. Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? And when you kiss 
That your baby boy is the Lord of all creation. Well, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? Did you know? sleeping child you're holding is the great Isn't it amazing that through that babe of Bethlehem, we can become children of his kingdom? Jesus puts joy in our hearts and heavenly rock and rhythm in our souls, as the old friends quartet declares. Sing this song. Water filled the feeling of an old man was stopping. Even then, my heart against her old man are rocking. Oh, and rocking and rocking and rolling. It's a happy rhythm in my soul. In my soul. Brother, let me tell you, tell you how I feel. Tell you about the feeling, feeling that is real. Brother, let me tell you how the glory goes. Tell you how the bubbles in my happy soul. Happiness is free, it's never bought a soul. Let me tell you how I feel, let me tell you. I was a happy rhythm, it's a rockin' and a roll. I can feel the move when I sing this song. Water feel the feeling of it, no one ever stopping. Even in my heart, it keeps a rollin' and a rockin'. Oh, rockin' and a rockin' and a rollin'. It's a happy rhythm in my soul, in my
to this very day because of Jesus, Christmas is a time of joy with family, home, kids, sleighs, bells, and, well, listen to the Gaither Homecoming Friends. A time for joy. How about the Christmas joy of a blazing fire with Nat King Cole and the Christmas song? Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir 
folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys Here's America's Christmas Song, our country's song of joyful memories of home, snow scenes, peace, and love. From one of his radio broadcasts, here's Bing Crosby with White Christmas. Most of all, they miss a white Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow It's a tradition on Classics and Curios presents Song and Smile Time to bring Perry Como to touch our hearts with the true meaning of Christmas as he sings about the most holy night in history.
sin and error.